Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you could join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. Here are some things that uh, maybe it's time to give up. And uh, I say this because uh, I don't know if we wake up in the mornings and and ask ourselves, you know, um, what do I need to give up today? You know, uh, I didn't say, do I need to give up today? I'm saying, what do I need to give up today? I think a lot of people uh, or most people think about being productive. We think about... um, the past a lot we think about the future a lot but we we rarely think about what we need to give up um so that our our lives can just be uh healthier you know so we can focus on other things so here are just a few things that um you may want to think about giving up i should start with um saying the first thing you should give up is washing your hair at night because when you go to bed uh, with your hair wet you wake up with uh, what I call um, Asian flathead. I don't know uh, about you, but um, my hair in the morning is always jacked because um, I, I shower at night. I'm a night shower, not a morning shower. And so my hair is wet, and if it's relatively short, it uh, sticks straight up. Anyway, sorry, that wasn't one of the things. I was just looking at myself because uh, I'm also doing a uh, an Instagram Live and I'm noticing that the back of my hair looks like a bird's nest, and it's um, it's it's kind of embarrassing. But I, you know what? I feel like uh, I just don't have the energy anymore. I'm 48. This is this is me. Okay. Um, number one, old dreams that no longer are honest to you. I think this is important and something to consider. We all have dreams, of course. Many of us are holding on to dreams that are not honest to us today. Right, so let me give you an example. One of my dreams growing up was to um, be a screenwriter. I went to film school, uh, did screenwriting for ten years. It was really lonely. 
uh, in coffee shops, thinking of um, clever dialogue and act breaks and and all that. Uh, and so that was an old dream. If I today uh, decided to pursue that, unless it was honest to me, it would be chasing an old blueprint, right? And so, what dreams do you still carry that are old? So today I write books. Um, now, now if I suddenly, and, and this is why you have to see if it, it comes from an honest place, if I suddenly um, fall back in love with screenwriting, that's okay, right? That's not old, right? That's, um, it's, an, it's an old activity that I'm pursuing, but you got to really get honest with yourself. Are the dreams that you're pursuing today really honest? Um, are they honest to you today? Because we change, we evolve, we get interested in, uh, in other things. A lot of times we hold on to old dreams um, just for, just because of ego, because we feel like uh, if we accomplish that, and, and we don't even want that anymore, but if we accomplish that, it means something. It means that we have you know, succeeded or sometimes we hold on to things for the wrong reasons. So you may want to let go of old dreams if they're no longer honest to you today. Okay. I'm trying to sip my coffee really quietly because I got a complaint that um, someone said when you do your podcast, please, please don't slurp your coffee. And I'm trying to be really respectful, but I'm really bad at breaking. I'm really bad at listening to people. So here I am again with my coffee, just trying to do it very discreetly. Um, Number two, pants that don't fit. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being serious. So uh, I don't know about you, but um, I used to wear a 32 size waist, and um, for years I know that I'm a 33 because that shit's tight. And every time I go to the restaurant, I have to reach down and 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 unbutton the top button because I get bloated all the time. And uh, I would fight it. I would say I'm not buying a 33, I'm a 32 waist. For years, a 32 waist, 32 waist. And then it was just about a year ago, I said, you know what? I've accepted I'm a 33 waist. I'm sick of wearing pants that don't fit. Life is too short. I can't breathe. And then like when I'm eating at restaurants, it's embarrassing because I forget to button my pants back up and I stand up and my and my pants are unbuttoned. And so... Um, let go of pants that don't fit. Or or maybe it's not even that. Maybe they're just, you know, pants that um, um, you feel like you should wear because they were expensive or they're, you know, a lot of people will buy a size that they want to fit into, but they're not really there yet. And so they either leave it in the closet or they, they, they wear it and it's really uncomfortable. Just quit wearing shit that, don't, that doesn't fit. Okay, number three. Um, and this is maybe part of number two, underwear that doesn't make you feel sexy. Uh, I, I, I did a post a while ago about beige underwear because I don't like beige underwear, and I got ripped on social media. Um, but I want to take ownership. I, it, it was a post where um, I could see why it angered people, especially women, because I said that um, it was a non-negotiable. Uh, the way that I, I wrote it was not good in good taste because it was kind of telling um even though it was my opinion it was telling women they shouldn't wear beige underwear and who am i you know to say that right and there was that 
um, it, it, it felt loaded, and I get it, and that's why I got a lot of pushback. But I still hold on to the beige underwear thing in that you could wear any underwear you want, but just my opinion. Um, actually, you know what? Forget the beige thing. Any 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 kind of underwear that doesn't make you feel sexy. So we have underwear that we wear um, holes in them from college uh underwear that uh just doesn't they're just things that we put on that don't make us feel sexy and of course you know you don't have to wear under every every pair of underwear doesn't have to make you feel sexy but generally speaking wearing undergarments um because they make you feel good you know so buy yourself a new pair of underwear or some some expensive (laughs) underwear all right number um four lopsided friendships i talk about this a lot and you know it's hard to um i gotta say you know it's hard to make new friends as adults right uh because the plug and play structure of recess and classrooms and all that we had growing up is all gone so as adults i mean where do we make friends usually at work um in communities like at the gym yoga studio that kind of thing uh, and also with the, the pandemic in the last year, um, people not going outside, it's really hard to make friends. And so if you're in a friendship and it's lopsided and you find that you're doing all the, you know, you're the one that's going 80%, you're the one that's always um, driving to his or her house or whatever it is, that person's always late, that person doesn't show up, doesn't call, doesn't text much, and you're chasing this person. I'm not saying to end the friendship, but pull back and see if you can recalibrate, see if you can adjust. Uh, and also, don't be passive-aggressive. Actually, express this. You know, If your friend says, hey, listen, you're not calling anymore, you're not um, being a good friend, what's going on? Tell that person, I think our friendship's a little lopsided, man, and, uh, or a woman, and uh, I, um, I'm always calling you, so I would like to meet halfway. You know, Express it. Sometimes if you just kind of adjust your behavior, there's, there's a dance involved in any relationship. Just don't, just don't not talk to someone and use behavior as a way to change relationship dynamics because that could fire, backfire. So um, use both, right? So adjusting your behavior and also expressing yourself. Um, friendships that are lopsided, I think uh, they just, you know what they do? They puncture our self-worth balloon. So it's important that um, you bring you to the table and your friends bring, you know, that, that you guys meet halfway. So lopsided friendships, things that you may want to give up. Number five, expectations from your parents. And I'm also going to say expectations um, from, from, from you or from anyone. Any expectations that are not fair to you, you know, um, one example that I use when I teach is uh, my parents were really against me buying a motorcycle. And um, if I, I've had six now, if I don't ride, it makes me less happy. It's a joy that I have. And by listening to my parents, especially as a 48-year-old, and if I put my motorcycle away or don't, 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 um, don't ride because of, of uh, my mom's fear, then... Um, I'm not living my life, I'm living her life, right? And so expectations, um, old blues, blueprints, things from our parents that we, um, we are doing for them and not for us. Maybe it's time to give that up. All right. 
Next one, comparing yourself to everyone who has more. We don't compare ourselves to people who have less. When's the last time you said, oh, um, man, that guy that's really struggling right now and has nothing and is rebuilding his life and is in a bad place. I'm, com- I want- I'm comparing myself to him. No, you, you're, you're usually comparing yourself to uh, billionaires and <laughs> people who have more, who have you know uh, built more, have more, all of that. And then you feel less than, right? So stop comparing yourself to everyone who has more, which is hard to do, especially in the world that we live in, right? Next one, lukewarm relationships. I'm talking about intimate relationships. I'm talking about dating. I'm talking about um, choosing to love someone just because there's no one else, right? I'm talking about, and this is why I wrote my book, Single on Purpose, um, if you're not going to give it all, and listen, you may not know if the person is quote unquote the one, and that's okay. But if it's lukewarm, if it's just like, eh, if it's just like, um, I'm just, I don't know if I like this person. I'm just here because it was easy or convenient. Life's too short. Maybe it's time to give that up. Next one things that feel forced. I just burped a little bit. I hope that you didn't catch that. Uh, things that feel forced. So you got to really sit with this one because it's a feeling, right? It's not a logical thing. I mean, it can be a logical thing, but drop into your body. What in your life right now feels forced? Is it a relationship? Is it a, an opportunity? And you got to be really honest because um, does it feel forced or are you afraid? Because if you're afraid, then you shouldn't give it up, and it's going to be stretch and growth. Or if it feels forced, then maybe it's not for you, and you're pursuing the wrong thing. Things that feel forced, and it doesn't matter if it's a a meal <laughs> or a job opportunity or a relationship, uh, life is too short for things that feel forced. This is a big one, the next one, how you think how you think, oh man, one of my greatest struggles, um, being in my head, cognitive distortions, future tripping. How many of you, well, if you're listening to my podcast, I'm, you're just it's, unless you're listening to this um, on a speaker with a bunch of friends, <laughs> I shouldn't say how many of you, uh, let me ask you, do you, how much time of the day do you spend Thinking about the past, uh, what I call how much how much time do you spend in time machines? Thinking about the past, uh, obsessing about um, the future, all the what ifs, you know, and really not being present. You know this, you've heard this a, a gazillion times, um, and it's really hard to do. I still struggle with it. What anchors you? So for many people, it's fitness. For me, it's um, it's a little fitness. It's meditation. It's uh, riding my motorcycle. It's um, hanging out with my daughter. That really keeps me present. Uh, for some people, it's uh, food. <laughs> Practice mindfulness. Drop into your body. Be super present as an exercise. It's, it's a it's a muscle that you got to grow. You know, it's not something that I mean. We're, we're actually kind of conditioned to because of the world we live in. We're conditioned to uh, not be in the here and now. We're conditioned to overthink, overanalyze, um, be in the past or the future. 
being present and still is very hard. It's like swimming upriver, right? So um, maybe it's time to give up living in your head slash how you think. Next one, current lenses. I know it sounds a little abstract. Uh, I'm not talking about your prescription glasses. I don't want you to crash your car. I want you to be able to read. Um, your current lenses, meaning how you see the world. You know, I, I, I think there's nothing that will stunt your growth faster than being closed and narrow and not seeing other perspectives. You know, when you hear someone's story, even if it goes against everything you believe in, whether it's um, politics, religion, whatever, uh, to hear the person's story on a human level and be open and curious, this is what's going to stretch you. And this is hard because, you know, we hold on to how we see the world, how, how we think the world should be, how people should be. And if it's different than the way, if, if someone else's, um, lenses are different than ours and the way they see the world is different than ours there's instant resist resistance right it means something to us if we believe that we may be wrong i've recently had a few interviews um for the secret tv thing that i'm doing of uh with people who are definitely in the minority people who think differently um, you know, and it, it, maybe they believe in aliens, maybe they think they're vampires, maybe, you know, whatever it is, right? They're, um, um, they see the world very differently than, than the norm. And so me having conversations with these people, one of my takeaways is if I go into it open and curious, I always leave with more change, you know, and it doesn't mean that I'm going to think the way they, they think or believe what they believe, but just going into it, um, that experience is rewarding and it's, it's a human process, right? If I go into it trying to change them, if I go into it holding on with two hands what I believe is right, um, then it's almost like the magnets flip and there's no exchange. It's just a lot of butting heads, a lot of ego. And so this happens every day, you know. And so maybe one thing to give up so that you can grow and you can, you can expand. I love the word expanding because it's such a visual word. Is to um, allow your lenses to be changed. See the world through other people's eyes. You know, it'll stretch you. Okay, next one. We're almost done. Um, routines that no longer serve you. Everything is built on structure and routines, whether you're trying to change your body or build an empire um, or write a book, whatever you're, you're building, uh, routines are the, um, the building blocks, right? And so if a routine is not working, switch it up, change that shit up. A good example of this is intermittent fasting. I know a lot of people are intermittent fasting these days, and when you start intermittent fasting, it's very effective, and then your body gets used to it, right? So you have to change the routine. Maybe you change um, the amount of uh, um, time that you're fasting, or, or you know, you do it in different hours or blocks. So um, changing routine is uh, huge. Hey, in the bedroom, if you are in a long-term relationship, um, it's easy to fall into the same routine. It could almost be like color by numbers. Okay, we start here, then we do this. Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, there's noises all over my garage. There's parrots. There's uh, 
um, noise, the, the the blender, the, the it's just it's a it's a whole uh, it's a whole factory in here. Um, anyway, so uh, routines. So in the bedroom is an example of uh, routines that need to be uh, switched up, or things can get kind of stale. And you know this. So we are uh, we naturally default to comfort. So switching up routines helps us um, stretch. Okay. Uh, and the last one is, um, I'm guilty of this, checking your Instagram or social media every day. This is something you may want to give up. Um, I do this all the time too. Uh, getting obsessed with uh, following, getting obsessed with uh, what people are saying about you, all of that, it's a very slippery tunnel um, and it can drain you. Um, it, could, it could actually be what keeps you in your head, right? Um, it, and listen, it's um, and I know we say, oh, it's the internet and they're just uh, profile pics and people hiding behind their phones um yeah but there's real people behind those profiles you know and i think sometimes we minimize how much comments hurt us and how affected we are if someone says you know you look funny or you're not talented or you're whatever it is that you know all all the trolls on the internet uh, saying what they're going to say um disengage in that try to stay at a higher frequency and again, this is a practice, and anything that pulls you down, and, and, and internet trolls can be one of them, um, it's going to get you to, um, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to create anxiety, and it's going to ruin your day, and it's going to um, get you to not thrive and flourish. Anyway, so those are some of the things that it is time, maybe it's time to give up. I want to uh, drop something in here before we leave and uh, I don't know if you know I have something called the lab and we've got about 20 something live zoom classes running a week and I want to give you a discount code I love dropping little codes in in my content like they are little golden tickets um, the discount code is join us lower cat it's a uh, case sensitive all lower lowercase join us one word um, and you could take unlimited uh, live classes and uh, you could get in for basically drop-in fee, which is 20 bucks. And we have everything from codependency to trauma to we have a new divorce recovery class. Uh, we have tapping coming, not tap dancing, um, tapping. We have uh, astrology. We have tarot card readings. It's super fun. Um, and now we also have a social hour. So come ride with us. Just go to tatlab.app and the discount code is join us. See you in the lab. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I, and it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.